Hi, and welcome to the Unstoppable Mamas Business Building Podcast, where we talk all about real moms making real money. I'm your host, Melissa Margaris, life and business coach, helping women just like you find their freedom lifestyle through the art of turning what you know into a powerful, unstoppable online business. We talk everything about mindset to strategies so you can start taking action today and start seeing results. Now let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. I am excited that you are here with me today. I'm sitting in my office and I'm curled up with my little blanket on and my heater going because this weather has been extremely crazy. It was 60 degrees like just the beginning of this week and the kids were running around outside and like it was beautiful. And then today it's like, you know, cold. It's like 30 degrees outside. It's cold. It's rainy. It's snowy. It's disgusting. (laughs) So I just can't figure out what the weather wants. It's like February and it wants to be beautiful, but it's still winter. So like make up its mind. (laughs) At least that's what I'm saying about that. But Anyways, welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Mamas. I'm excited that you're here, and I wanted to chat with you today about um, really how to grow your following in a very effective way and how to build your email list. So this is for anybody who is just starting off in their business and they're you know eager to grow an audience of the right buyers Um, or maybe you've been in this in you know business for a while and you are just looking for some more advice and support about growing an email list because for me i'm going to tell you a little bit about my story but for me i totally did it wrong and when i first started my business um and growing my following so i'm going to tell you a little bit about that but when you stay to the end i do have a special offer for you guys that i'm going to put in the show notes um it's going to be a lead magnet about how to build a an irresistible lead magnet so you could build your following of the right audience so make sure that you grab that as well so today's episode i really want to talk about why an email list is so important And like I said, I made the biggest mistake in the beginning about focusing on more social media followers versus an email following. Now, you might be somebody who's like, um, you know, who is growing a Facebook group and Facebook is, you know, killing it for you. You're doing an amazing job and Facebook is your jam. And you're like, that's my jam. That's what I'm going to do awesome. I am not going to sit here and tell you not to do that. I'm going to sit here and tell you that you want to also grow an email list and how and why it's so important. So for my story, when I first started, I got stuck in my head for some reason that I needed a large following. Like I don't like I think we all have this syndrome in our head when we first start. We think that we need to have a large following to make an impact, to make sales, to be, you know, proven in this market. Like the only way people are going to take me seriously is if I have a huge following, right? Anybody else? I know that was me. And although I know it's not true, right? 
it's one of the things that I stress inside of my course program is that you don't need to have a large following. You need to have the right following. And as much as I knew that, I still struggled with it in the beginning. I really, really did. So one of the things that I was told um, by my coach at the time was to start a Facebook group. And I think at that time, it was a couple of years ago, Facebook groups were the jam. Like everybody was all about it. Everybody was about starting a Facebook group and, you know, doing it the right way. And, you know, um, there I was part of so many different Facebook groups. I like even got like coaching on how to grow a Facebook group and all the things, right? And once again, in the back of my head, I was like, okay, this I'm going to just focus all on growing my Facebook group, nothing else. And I, you know, in the beginning, I did a fairly good job. Like, you know, knock on wood, I, was, I wasn't bad. Like my group was pretty engaged. Um, I had a good following. Um, but I also made the mistake of just like adding anybody that I felt like would be a good fit, not necessarily qualifying them, right? So I was adding my friends, my family, um, their friends, their family. Um, I would, um, you know, once I learned a little bit more about the different strategies, you know, I was bringing in people that were in my niche or in my um, quote unquote like avatar, right? So I was bringing them into my group, but ultimately I was showing up live every single day. I was giving value. I was posting constantly. I was going into other people's Facebook group and trying to bring them into mine and like all the things. And I just got so overwhelmed and so burned out by it. And I like, I'm not really sure what happened. I'm going to blame the algorithm of Facebook groups, um, or just Facebook in general, but all of a sudden my engagement like dropped and it wasn't like I was changing anything. I was still showing up live. I was still, you know, posting, I was still giving out content. And I remember I was like pretty much repeating the same post in, in many ways. And when I posted in the beginning, I used to get like at least, I don't know, 20, 20 to 30 comments, like give or take. I don't know if that's the exact number, but it was pretty significant. And then all of a sudden I was getting maybe two, three. And I was like, what is going on? So my focus was all on, okay, I need more people. I need more people. So I am um, like, once again, I would go out and I would just like bring people into the group thinking that the more people I had, the more people would want to join the group, right? And ultimately, I <laughs> opened it up. I made the mistake of opening it up to anybody who wanted to promote their business. So it was great because I got a flood of people that came in, but it was also really bad because they weren't there for the wrong reasons, right? They weren't there to learn from me. They were there to basically promote their stuff. And there are groups out there for that specifically, but I didn't want that to be that way. So I shifted, I changed, and I was trying a bunch of different things. But ultimately, while I was doing that, I was getting less and less sales and I was making less and less like connections. And I was like really kind of frustrated. I was burnt out. I was annoyed. I was like thinking like, I'm like, what is wrong with me? And ultimately it boils down to not a lot of people were seeing my stuff. 
they just weren't seeing it. And it was good stuff. I was putting out some good content and just people were not seeing it. So I decided at that time, and I did have an email list. I had a few people. And I remember one of the uh, techniques that I used was to collect email addresses while I like the three questions upon like coming into the group. And then I would bring them into my, my, um, my email list. But once again, people were coming into the group that weren't my ideal avatar. They were just freebie seekers. Essentially, they were just people that wanted to use my group. So they weren't like the people on my email list really weren't my ideal audience. So once again, I was back to, okay, I have a good following, but they're not the right people. And I know for myself now, and this is where I want to teach you guys before you make the same mistake, is that if you want to grow an email list, um, or I'm sorry, if you want to grow a social media following, if you have a YouTube channel, if you have a podcast like this, if you have a Facebook group, if you have anything else that's like relevant to social media and algorithms and all that fun stuff, I'm going to highly, highly, highly suggest that you also grow a Facebook group of your ideal audience. And here's why. Okay. Here is the real root truth. You don't own other social medias. You don't own their platforms. You don't own them. And yes, you don't own people. I guess own is the wrong word. I said that. I say it out loud. It kind of sounds funny. But you don't, you don't have any control whether or not somebody's going to see your information. You put a post out there. Nowadays, 95% of the people that um, are in your group aren't seeing it. They're not showing it. The algorithm is completely throwing everybody off. So you could put a post and you could post like, I don't know, 10, 15 times a day and maybe you're going to get some interaction. Maybe. So if you're somebody who's willing to go and post like five to 10 times a day, then sure, continue to do that. If you're like me, who's busy and you have a life and you have other things that are going on, you don't have time to be on social media 24-7, right? And engaging with people and connecting with people. Because that was the thing, too. Like, they were like, okay, well, after you post, then you have to come back and check and make sure that you engage with everybody, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, holy moly. Like, this is a lot more work that I am willing to do at this point, right? Or I was really, like, time-stretched. Um, I'm time poor over here, my friends, <laughs> which I'm sure you guys are relevant to that as well. So when you grow your email list and all you need to do is write one email and it gets out to everybody, everybody. Now you might be saying, okay, isn't email dying or you hear the buzz, right? I've heard this too. And this is where I'm like, oh, maybe email isn't the way. And you might you know, there was a lot of like hype about how n nobody uses email marketing anymore and all those things. And you can believe what you want to believe, but the truth is, in my opinion, emails is still the best way to communicate because you're able to get your message out to everybody on your list all at once. You don't have to wait for somebody to go on social media. You don't have to wait for it and hope that somebody sees the post, right? It gets out to them. And the truth is your email sits in their email box until they do one of two things, open it or delete it. 
right? They have to either open it or delete it. Or I guess, or they just ignore it and not open it at all, right? You have that that as well. I definitely have emails in my email um, inbox right now that have not been read, right? But I could always go back and search it, right? I could always go back and be like, oh, you know what? Like, let me follow this person and go back and search it. And here's the other side of the coin is if you don't want to follow somebody, you unsubscribe, right? So it's the same concept on the other side of the coin is if somebody doesn't want your information, guess what? They're not your ideal client. So and if they unsubscribe, that's a good thing. You want them to, right? You don't want them to hang out in your group or you don't want them to hang around if they're not your ideal client because then you have this false expectations, right? For me, like I said, like I had this group of like thousands of people, but nobody was showing up. And I'm like, what is going on? right? So now you have an email list. Uh, Let's say you have an email list of like 200 people, right? But they're the right people and they're interested in what you have to offer. You can talk to all of them. And if they're not, then they will leave, right? It's very simple. It's very black and white. And like I said, as an email, like your email um, marketing is, is, more data driven. And what I mean by that is you can kind of look at the data of who's opening or how many people are opening your emails. And you can write the same email with two different like subject lines and see which subject lines stick, right? Which ones don't stick. You can really use your audience as market research where in other platforms you don't have that capability right? So there's a lot of different things that you can use your email list for to really gain um, a better understanding of what your audience wants. You can send out surveys. You can, once again, you can test out different subject lines. And for me, like one of the reasons why I did segue more towards um, like Facebook in the beginning was I'm not a very good writer. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you guys noticed this, um, but Uh, If you're on my email list, which if you're not, you definitely need to be on that. Um, But I'm just, I'm not a good writer. So I was like very hesitant. I spell, like I'm not a very good speller. I am like, my grammar is horrible. Like honestly, spell check and Grammarly is my best friend. So I was like very hesitant to write versus to talk. But here's the fun thing. If you're like me and you're like, oh, I hate writing, you don't need to. You could record something, right, and send it to your email list. You could still do lives and send it to your email list, right? Just record it on Zoom or, you know, or put it up in like um, Vimeo or something, right? So, or you could do a podcast like this, like a recording, right? I'm going to send this to my email list and, you know, people are going to get it this way. So there's a lot of different ways that you could use your email list. So if you're somebody like me who's like, eh, I'm not really a great writer, right? Or it takes too long or whatever it may be, like your emails don't need to be very long either. That's a different trick for a different day, different topic for a different day. So, but ultimately your email list is more powerful than your followers on social media. At least in my opinion. Like once again, if you're jamming and you're like jamming on Facebook or jamming on Instagram or TikTok or and you have a huge following, and you're making a lot of money because you could definitely do that still, then continue to rock it. 
I'm just encouraging you to add a different platform, which would be emails as well. So another really good thing that about emails that I like to be able to do is kind of like use tags or to um, tar- like to target market, like or to segue your audience. So for example, if you're, let's just say, I don't know, um, uh, a chef <laughs> or you help uh, meal prep, right? That's a better one, a chef. Like you help meal prep somebody, like you help people with meal preps and you know, your audience is both male and females, right? But you have a course or if you have an offer or you have something specific towards women, right? You could only send that one message to all the women on your email list, right? Or if you had like um, an opt-in that was specific towards you know, a specific like lead magnet or a webinar or something that you did and you want to follow up with those people specifically, like given a deadline or so on and so forth, you can target just those people. So you have the capability now, like there's so many different email like providers out there, but I'm willing to bet 99% of them have this capability where you could kind of segue your audience and really just target message your audience in a very specific way, which is also really, really cool. And you can't do that with social media. You can't do that with other platforms, right? Um, Another thing too that I like is you're able to use email marketing as more of a urgent, I got a message or a great way to get out a quick and easy message or a quick and easy communication because you're sending one thing to everybody, right? Versus hoping and waiting for somebody to see your post, right? You're able to send it out to everybody all at once. Um, Not wait, you know what I mean? Like have somebody hope that they're on Facebook. Now you could have the same argument about email, like, you know, well, what if they're not checking their emails right now? Yes, that might be true. But once again, like we mentioned in the beginning, that their email, it's still going to be in their email inbox, right? They have the choice to either open it or or delete it. Like, so they have this capability to scroll back or go back or to like, you know, do a search on your topic or whatever it may be. So you have this um, ability to get your message out to everybody all at once, which is really a cool feature, right? You can't do that on social media. Um, And another really cool thing, too, that I think that email marketing is really, like, they say it's dead, but it's not dead, is that you can be super creative, right, with your emails. You can send short emails. You can send long emails. You can send stories. You can send videos. You can send pictures. You can send um, uh, surveys. You can send offers. You can send, like, you. there's a lot of different things that you can send. And yes, you might think to yourself, okay, but isn't email marketing like an old thing? 
of course, if that's the way that you think um, and you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. But my suggestion, once again, is I don't think emails are going away. I think emails is definitely something that is still going to be around for many, many years. Um, I still think this is the best way to communicate with your audience. And yes, we might need to be a little creative with different like taglines and different like subject lines and all those things. But that really comes down to understanding your your messaging a little bit better. And we could have a different conversation a different day about that. But ultimately, um, the this episode, I really want to hone in and like help you kind of shift your mindset a little bit. So if you're somebody who was like, eh, email marketing's not my jam. I'm totally like over here in social media and I'm loving it. Like once again, you don't own social media. Like they could shut down and then you will have no way of communicating with them, right? Your Facebook group could get closed. Your social media platform could get shut down for whatever reason. You could lose all your stuff. You could get hacked. I don't know. The list kind of goes on. You have no way of getting back in touch with them. If you collect their email addresses and you have another way to communicate with them, that is how you're going to be able to continue to grow and get um, and build that audience the right way, right? So I do have, like I said, I do have a offer that I'm going to link in the show notes for you. It's all about growing your Facebook, I mean, growing your Facebook, (laughs) growing your email um, uh, list the right way with the right followers. And so I'm going to link that in the show notes. Uh, But also make sure you tune in for next week because next week I'm going to actually give you some different ideas and strategies to bring people to your email list and how to do it the right way. So I like to kind of think about like social media being more like the garden, right? The garden's out there. It's growing a bunch of vegetables and a bunch of stuff, right? So you want to use social media as the garden where you can go out and handpick, you know, the, the vegetables, the nice ones, the ones that you know, look ripe, the ones that are ready to be picked, the ones that are eager to be eaten, right? All those things. But you want to go out and you're you're able to like handpick the vegetables and then bring it to your house so you can make a, a, gar- um, a salad or whatever, right? So that's kind of the idea. So you could use the social media as the platform to find people, but bring it back to your house where you can you know, collect their email address and nurture and nurture and, you know, engage with them. So stay tuned for next week where we're going to dive into that a little bit more. But thank you so much, my friends, for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, if this is super helpful, um, just do me a favor. I would love to know. I would love to hear from you. So head on over to my Instagram. That's where I've been hanging out lately. Um, And once again, if you're not on my um, email list, you definitely want to get in there. So um, go ahead and make sure that you put your email or grab the free link that I'm going to give you today so you could get on the email list. But um, if you're not already following me on social media, that's another thing that I would love for you to do is come hang out with me in Instagram as well. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. 
Hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you share with other inspiring entrepreneurs so they too could benefit from the value that we talk about. Now, I truly believe that there's not a one size fits all when it comes to building a profitable online business. It's all about finding what works for you and keeping things super simple so you can find success without sacrificing your family time. So if you're ready to take what we are learning here and really apply it to your own business, I would love for you to come check out the Unstoppable Course Academy, which is my group coaching program. This is where we focus on building out your freedom lifestyle so you can connect your expertise to your offer and bring in more clients. It is your time to become the unstoppable mama yourself. So head on over to melissamargaris.com forward slash Unstoppable Course Academy, all one word, and go ahead and apply. I cannot wait to meet you so you could become the unstoppable mama that you know you're meant for. See you inside.